Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Good morning, fellow listeners. It's Mary Stone on the screened porch, and uh, I've actually been here a while. It's morning. It's pretty early morning, and uh, you may hear the raindrops in the background. I can see a shift in leaf color around me, although it's certainly not fall yet, but it's after the Labor Day weekend, and so many folks consider that the end of summer, but it's truly not. Although by the time you listen to this, it probably is getting to be the cusp of fall or whenever you're listening to it, there's something about that crispness in the air that is soon upon us. Anyway, I've been perusing through some things I was wanting to share with you and um, I think the biggest thing I wanna share is that indeed we helped Miss Ellie go home a few weeks back and um, It led to a sharing of an essay I wrote about her called Unexpected Furry Messenger. So I have a longer version of that that um, I did publish on my website, GardenDilemmas.com, and then there's a shorter column that printed in the paper. So I was sitting here debating which one I will share with you, but um, I may do that once the rain is a little lighter so you're not impeded upon with raindrops dancing on your head. Yeah, it's funny. I I wasn't even sure I was going to share this news this way, but um, somehow sitting here on the porch with the rain, which kind of makes me think of God's tears. Not, you know, sad tears, because rain, of course, is nourishing our dear earth, but um, certainly losing a loved one, even a fuzzy one, gives us a heavy heart. But um, time does heal and shift the raw hurts to memories and beautiful things like that. So so anyway, I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee. I encourage you to do the same and uh, please join me back on the screen porch. I also have another exciting part of this episode and that is a tour of a memorial garden at an animal shelter. So isn't that funny how the coincidences of circumstance <laughs> come to be? But more about that. Go get your coffee. So I'm back on the screen porch after having taken advantage of the downpour we just had. You should see my lounge pants. They're soaking wet, but I harvested rainwater, taking advantage of it. It was actually part of episode four, if you want to go back to that episode about sweet autumn clematis and rainwater rejuvenation. So I will share the edited down version of the unexpected furry messenger that ran in the press paper for which I write, um, and you can go to the Garden Dilemmas website and find the full version, which I invite you to, because it includes some wonderful pictures of my furry kid. Hello, fellow readers. With a heavy heart, I share the news that we helped Miss Ellie go home. A few years back, I wrote a story about my unexpected furry messenger, an excerpt I'd like to share with you here. The full story is on AskMaryStone.com. May the lessons she shared with me inspire you too. 
Ellie arrived 11 years ago during a tough time of transition. I'm doubly blessed as Kurt came into my life about the same time. I was in the thick of sadness over the loss of a marriage ruined by the neglect and isolation of addiction, the passing of dear old dad, and a faithful furry companion, Sarah. My living alone status spread to a colleague's daughter-in-law, who was returning from Georgia and learned of a dog's ill fate. Her kind heart traveled two extra hours to retrieve the retriever. Gone to the farm, was the note Whitney left behind and called in transit. Guess who I have? Then went on to describe the young dog left alone in an unsheltered cage in the scorching Georgian sun. A corroded algae green spackle bucket was her water bowl. Her food, a mush of cat kibble soaked by the rain. Such a cute and clever pup. Wait till you see. All the while was encouraging I foster her, justifying she already had five rescues. She assured me if I could no longer foster because I had to move elsewhere where dogs weren't allowed, she would provide a home. I went the next day to meet the yellow dog who looked alien compared to my red-furred Sarah. She was thin, anxiety-ridden, sporting a sparse coat with black patches of skin showing through. But she had a grin from ear to ear with soulful almond-colored eyes. Her featherless tail and hindquarters led me to believe she was not pure golden, as Whitney thought. It didn't matter to me. I took her home. She entered the house and ignited into heightened anxiety and didn't know how to maneuver the stairs. The television intrigued but spooked her. Despite her fears, her shit-ass grin and curiosity as she raced from room to room warmed my heart. A neighbor suggested Ellie would be a perfect Southern Belle name, don't you agree? I said to Sarah's veterinarian on the wellness check. Dr. Michelle smiled, knowing I was already beyond being a foster mom. I'd say she's 100% golden, about a year old. What about her rat tail? Maybe her feathers have yet to grow because of the lack of nourishment? Or she just has a bad tail, Dr. Michelle replied, kiddingly adding, there's always hair extensions. I shared what I knew of Ellie's story. She wasn't abused, but left alone in a cage. Neglect is abuse, declared Dr. Michelle. I had never thought of neglect as abuse. I'm speaking spontaneously here. I always thought of abuse as physical and emotional. And of course, neglect is an emotional abuse, isn't it? And it hadn't occurred to me until then. It felt as if a light woke me from hidden darkness, clearing the years of numbness sparking a glint of hope for healing to begin. As Ellie began settling in, I witnessed her antics of lying on her back, playing chase with her tail, then pulling out the fur. Mystery solved, likely her only entertainment while in her six-by-six six cell. It was a matter of a few days when I began speaking to Ellie in my iconic dog voice, a clue to those that know me. She was here to stay. Together, we maneuvered through recovery. I've learned through my unexpected furry messenger that curiosity and gusto for learning can take over fear and bring you to a place of trust, love, and joy, a place to run free in a field beyond the boundaries of isolation. For now, if I may keep our picture as the column photo, Miss Ellie will forever be close to our hearts. See you on the other side, dear girl. Garden Dilemmas? Ask MaryStone.com. Thanks so much. So I'm back.
on the screen porch the day after I shared with you the unexpected furry messenger story and it's not raining. So I thought I'd take advantage of the solitude and share with you the visit I had with the Father John's Animal House. It was a very special day. And I have to say, I brought my mic to the interview and it turned into a column topic just recently, which starts like this. Hello, fellow readers. Last week, I enjoyed a visit with facilitators of a recently installed memorial garden at Father John's Animal House a no-kill rescue facility in Lafayette, New Jersey. My colleague and dear friend Marty of Three Seasons Garden Design volunteered to create the planting plan for the garden. I was a little apprehensive about the timing of the visit given the proximity to helping Miss Ellie go home just two weeks before, but it proved heartwarming to learn of such a fantastic organization who not only considers the physical care of the animals they rescue, but their emotional care as well. Garrett, the shelter director, explained that a woman reached out to Father Johns, who worked with Liberato Shanai of Franklin, New Jersey. He died in 2018 at the age of 97. Liberato had no family or friends to leave his legacy to, but he loved animals. The woman wondered if there was a way to honor him at the animal house. We are constantly having conversations with people that have lost pets. You know, everybody goes through pet loss at some point or another and we end up hearing about it because either they're looking for a new pet or they're looking to donate items from their lost pet and we never had a place for people to memorialize their pets or their loved ones and it was a question that we constantly got you know is there a place that I can put so-and-so's name or so-and-so's name and so the generous donation proved a perfect time to do just that in addition to financial contributions volunteers helped install Liberato's memorial garden completed in June. And we said, you know what, it's time to do this. We need to create a space that draws people in and gives them an opportunity to memorialize their pet or loved one and, and go and feel comfort in knowing that they can just sit and relax and still be around them and be on a piece of property that's housed animals since the 1940s. The land was formerly owned by Father John, a retired clergyman and animal advocate who took loving care of his livestock. Father John's has been here for 20 years, uh, going on 21. What we do is we rescue cats and dogs that need a second chance. Um, you know, they could be homeless, strays, abandoned, abused, whatever it is. That, you know, they whatever it is that they went through, they end up here. And what we pride ourselves on is really providing the highest quality care that we can. So we'll do veterinary care. We provide medications, food, support, rehabilitation, uh, behaviorally and physically until we can match them with the right person. We really, we call ourselves matchmakers, right, Evan? Like, we, we're all about getting to know the person that wants a pet and knowing the pets that are here and, and trying to make a lifelong connection and match. Evan, the animal care manager who comes from a third-generation landscaping family, designed the natural stone raised beds. Yeah, we, thought, we didn't want something that was going to stand out like a sore thumb. We wanted it to really feel like it was part of, you know, the landscape and everything. And um, you know, to be, you know, a space you can walk into and just, you know, find that meditative peace in order wow. to, you know, reflect on those we've lost. Marty decided on a plant palette of purple, white, and green. After much thought, I came to the conclusion that purple and white might be a very calming color. <clears throat> Originally, we had the idea, and I loved it, um, 
to try to select all plants that had animal names. And we were able to do that to some degree. White flowering Kusa dogwood anchors the surrounding garden along with an assortment of pussy willows such as black cat with silvery black catkins. Then there's Mount Asama with pinkish catkins and Winter Glory with its silvery pink catkins when they emerge that grow three inches long. They're really huge. <laughs> Catinus velvetini, a dwarf version of the much-loved royal purple smokebush, takes center stage in the planters. Beneath them, the prolific white-flowering Abbotswood shrubby sinkfoil. Cascading over the edge of the planters are dainty white daisies, brachyscome, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right, brachyscome, white bliss, and the striking purpley wine foliage of Joseph Coat. You can look for both of those on the website because, frankly, the botanical names are really long and complicated. <laughs> and as you can tell, I'm not proficient at them. Anyway, after the delightful interview, we took a tour of the facility. Talk about heart-tugging. So many beautiful animals being lovingly cared for and being readied for their forever home. You guys have shared such great insights and so much love and um, in the garden, in the garden of life with animals that we share it with. So thank you so much and thank you for the work you do. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Marty, for designing gorgeous plants. We love Marty. Thank we you, love Marty. Marty. And I She's love all of them. <laughs> it's what a wonderful place to be. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for sharing your gifts. Yes, it was a wonderful day. Good friends, gardens, and wonderful animals. What more could anyone ask? Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com A little side note on this. So there were two German shepherds, elderly ones. One was 11, one was 9. And uh, their story is that their owner had to relinquish them, or I guess it's called, um, what is it called? Not abandon them, because obviously they were very much loved. Surrender, that's the word, surrender. They had to surrender them because they're going into an assisted living where the dogs weren't allowed, and uh, boy, oh boy, <laughs> talk about a heart tug. But uh, they were being featured on a radio show, iHeart Radio Show local here. They have a pet of the week, and so they also do a Facebook Live of it, and um, I'm sure for certain if they didn't find a home right away, Father John's Animal House will find them a permanent home, but uh, I mentioned them to uh, Kurt, and he's like, wow, do you think we should take them in? And um, the, the older dog did require carrying up and down stairs and so forth, and I have to say, I just am not quite ready, although I would love to rescue another animal someday, and so I'm sure that will be in the cards when my heart heals a little bit more. Just like when Ellie showed up, it'll happen when it's supposed to. The Miracles of Life. Well, thanks for joining me on the screen porch. I look forward to chatting again. And uh, please share this podcast with others if you've enjoyed it. Share it with your friends who you think may enjoy it as well. And um, gosh, I really, really, really appreciate you all tuning in. And um, just have a great day. It's all about love. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day. <laughs>